0: hallelujah Hallelujah. we thank you lord for your precious holy ghost in this place glory to your name jesus hallelujah 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 lord we bless you lord we praise you hallelujah you're worthy we magnify your holy name in this place jesus hallelujah hallelujah we love you we love you oh we love you lord hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah. We just worship you right now, God. Hallelujah. We bless you in this place, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we bow in your presence right now, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we just reverence you right now, God. We sniff your sweet smelling savor in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we love you, we love you, we love you. Oh, you're mighty, you're mighty, God. Hallelujah. Oh, you're a wonder working God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, you're a faithful God hallelujah hallelujah Lord we love you we love you we love you hallelujah God oh you're mighty God hallelujah hallelujah everlasting father hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. oh we bless your name Jesus hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah
1: Hallelujah. hallelujah,
0: hallelujah, hallelujah. We welcome you, Thank you this morning, Jesus.
1: hallelujah. Amen. Glory hallelujah. to your name, we Jesus. We welcome hallelujah. you in this place, hallelujah. 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 We welcome you in this place, hallelujah. We welcome
0: you, oh God, hallelujah. I don't know
1: about you, but yes, I spe- feel yes, the Lord. spirit of the Lord in this place. Yes. Not only do I feel him in this place, it's because I brought him with me today. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah! Hallelujah! And hallelujah! As we stand in great expectation for Him to move like never before, we just grateful today to be here one more chance on, yes, through His God. grace, yes, God. His yes, mercy, His love, hallelujah. and His kindness. Yeah. Let's mighty give him the God, mighty God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah! today Hallelujah. 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 Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: hallelujah. hallelujah, hallelujah. We ask
1: as we open up our service that you would stand for our scripture, our Old Testament and New Testament scripture. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Our Old Testament scripture will be coming from Psalm 46. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus.
1: Hallelujah. One through. Thank you, Jesus. Seven, or one through eight, sorry. And our New Testament scripture will be coming from Second Timothy chapter number one, verses three through seven. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Worthy I tell Lord. you, I'm excited about Hallelujah. what the Lord is doing. Hallelujah. 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 I'm excited with you. Hallelujah. Oh, my, my, my. Yes,
0: Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. yes, Lord.
1: Hallelujah. Psalm 46, starting with the first verse. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Amen. Therefore will, I not, will not we fear, though the earth be moved and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake and the swelling thereof seal There is a river. There is a river. The streams thereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. We'll stop right there. Verse 5. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, I feel this thing today. I feel the spirit of the Lord moving to meet you at the point of your need today. Today, right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter number one, verse starting with the third verse. I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, Being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the unformed faith that is in thee. That which dwell first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. I am persuaded that in thee also. Therefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Put your hands together and bless the Lord for hallelujah, his word. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. he is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, glory, glory.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We come today to praise the Lord for who he is and who he is in our lives today. Oh God, we thank you for just blessing us to be here today. Some people didn't wake up this morning, but we thank you, God, that we woke up on this side of the earth. And God, we just want to say that the blood, it never loses its power. No matter what happens, what you go through, that blood, it never loses its power. It reaches to the highest mountains and it flows to the lowest valleys and that blood will heal it will restore it will make you new thank you jesus hallelujah, hallelujah jesus yes god thank you lord thank you lord and it reaches, it reaches.
2: Something is happening.
1: There's a change that is happening in the atmosphere. When we plead the blood, he is what we need him to be. When we need him to be he's our everything. And when we plead the blood, change is happening. Hallelujah, hallelujah. No matter what it looked like. Let us look unto the Lord in prayer and ask that you would stand with me if you will. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I tell you. It's something about the blood. Hallelujah. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning, Lord God, for your mercy, your grace, your love, and your kindness that you bestowed upon us this day. To gather us together to lift you up, that you may draw all men unto yourself, Lord God. And we thank you for this opportunity, Lord God. For this, your people underneath the sound of my voice, as well as those that are on their way and those that are listening, Lord God, via Internet, Lord God. Touch, heal, and deliver, Lord God, as only you can and will do, Lord God. We have this confidence in you that you're at the right hand of the Father, Jesus in our case, Lord God. And there's no need to fret, Lord God, because you have our back, Lord God. Every place that we have stood, standing, and going to ever stand, you've already been there, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you for that today, Lord God. Father, we just ask that you would have your way in this place, Lord God. Healing, delivering, and setting people free. As we know that you can and you will do from the pulpit to the door, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Those spoken and unspoken requests, Lord God. We thank you for it in advance for the manifestation of them, Lord God, right now, Lord God. And we'll give you praise, give you glory, and give you honor, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. For we will see it before we see it, Lord God. And we thank you for that, Lord God. For now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, Lord God. We may not see it with our natural eye, Lord God, but we believe you, Lord God. And those things that you have spoken unto us, Lord God, individually and collectively, Lord God. Your word concerning us will not return unto you void, but it shall accomplish where to you sin it, Lord God. And even not only to us, Lord God, but those that is connected unto us, Lord God. We thank you in advance for that, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, we just ask that you would have your way, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, and count it as a privilege and an honor to be here in your presence today. Use us like never before in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Bless the pastor as he brings forth the word, Lord God. God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, Lord God, we ask that you were touching from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord God. And those things that he prays to you about in private, Lord God, you said in your word, Lord God, that you will reward him openly, Lord God. And we thank you for that, Lord God, as he declares your word and be obedient unto your word, Lord God, and deliver and lead your people, Lord God, in these last and evil days, Lord God. We just thank you and praise you today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Give the Lord a hand.
0: It reaches to to the high. you better hurry up and catch it. Hallelujah. Go on over here and swim, Bob. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. So we got that kind of blood. that, because of who we are and the power to send that blood, we can command things to happen. Amen, amen. We can tell things what to do. And we better know we better do it. Hallelujah. So we're going to, like, command our hands. We're going to command our souls. We're going to command our voice. Right. We're going to command our whole self Amen. to give God praise. Because, oh, Lord, we praise you. Okay, well, then, oh, Lord, I praise you. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 I command my hand to praise the Lord. I command my hands to praise the Lord. I command my hands to praise the Lord. I command my hands to praise the Lord. You say it. I, I command my hands to praise the Lord. I command, my I command my hands to praise the Lord. Lift up all your hands. I command my hands to praise. praise the Lord. Command your hands. I command my hands. The come Lord. on, command your feet. I, I command feet. my feet. Come on and to praise the, the Lord. Way. Come on, come I your command. I feet. command my feet to praise the Lord. I command my feet. I command my feet to praise the Lord. Command your feet. I command my feet to praise oh, the Lord, Lord. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Oh Lord, we pray. We pray, you. Oh, Lord. We pray oh Lord, we pray. We your pray. Oh Lord, oh Lord, we, pray we praise you. Oh Lord, we praise you. Oh Lord, we praise you. I commend my soul. Oh I my soul. To praise. to praise the Lord. I commend my soul. I commend my soul. To praise the Lord. Come on, commend your soul. and my soul. To praise Lord. the Lord. Come commend your soul. and my soul. To praise the Lord. lay my voice sing aloud come on come on your voice and my voice give him praise the come lord oh moan and praise in my voice to praise the lord oh the lord, lord. oh, lord. oh, lord, oh lord, we pray we praise you oh, holler we pray but oh, we, oh, we praise you and you to pray oh, lord, oh, lord come on and praise pray. you come on and praise oh, lord and can we give God a praise on it right here? <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. We praise your name. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Woo. You. Yeah. He's so worthy, so mighty. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, we praise you. Oh Lord, we praise you. Oh we praise oh you. Oh Lord, come on, and we praise come on and lift your head Oh, oh Lord, we praise come you. Come on and step to your feet. Oh Lord, come on and give praise, you. praise. Oh Lord, we praise you. Oh Lord, we praise come you. Come on and give them praise. Oh Lord, from the bottom we of your say Look at all these excited people in here. Listen, listen. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Your name forever reigns. Your name forever. Come Oh Lord, we praise your name. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Your name forever reign. Your name forever. Let's do it again, hey. oh Lord. We praise your name Oh Lord we praise your name Your name forever reigns Your name forever Come on reigns. Time. Oh Lord we praise your name Oh
2: Lord we praise your name
0: Your name forever reigns Your name forever, reigns. Your name forever hey, King, reigns. King of Kings King of Kings
2: oh. Lord oh. of lords
0: We give, give you glory forever and always With the King of Kings King of Kings Lord King of Lord of lords, we praise. We give you glory forever and always. Oh Lord, oh Lord, we praise your name. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Your name forever reigns. Your name forever reigns. Reign. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Your name forever reigns. Your name forever King of kings, Lord
2: of lords. Lord of lords,
0: we Lord, give you glory forever, forever and always. Lord, King, of kings, King of kings.
2: Lord of lords,
0: we give you glory forever and always. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Your name forever reigns. Your name forever reigns. Reign. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Oh Lord, we praise your name. Your Oh Lord, we praise Your name. Oh Lord, we praise Your name. Your name forever reigns. Your name forever reigns. King, King, reigns. Of kings. King of kings, Lord of, Lord. Lord of lords, we give You glory, give you glory forever. forever and always. King of kings, King of kings. Lord. Lord of lords, we give You glory, give you glory forever and always. We praise Your name. Your name forever reign. Your name forever reign. Oh Lord, we praise Your name. Oh Lord, we praise Your name. Your name forever reign. Your name forever reign. Oh Lord, we praise
2: Your name. Oh Lord, we praise Your name. Oh Lord,
0: We give give you glory forever forever and always, King of kings, kings, Lord of lords, we give you glory forever forever and always, King of kings, kings, Lord of of lords, we give you glory glory, forever forever and always. We praise your holy name all our all our we pray we pray we praise your holy name all our all our we pray we pray we praise your holy name all our all our we pray we pray we praise your holy name we clap. we clap we clap our hands our hands we pray we praise your holy name when we clap we clap our hands our hands we pray we, we praise your holy name we sing we sing our feet our feet we pray we praise your holy name we stop, we stop we feet our feet, our feet we pray, we praise your holy name, we do, we, we do our day, our day we pray, we praise, day. praise your holy name oh, we, do. we do, we do our day, our day. We, yeah. we pray, we praise your holy name, we pray, we praise your holy name, we pray, we, we praise your holy name, we pray, we praise your holy name, all all we all right. pray, we praise your holy name, oh Lord, pray. We pray, we praise your holy name. Oh Lord, we pray, we pray, we pray, we praise your holy name, 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 we clap, we clap our hands, we pray, we praise your holy name, we do we do our dance. our dance. we pray, we praise your holy name. We clap our hands, our heads. We, we pray, we praise Your holy name. We shout, we, we shout out loud, out loud. We pray, we, pray. we praise Your holy we pray. name. We pray. we pray, we praise Your holy name. We pray, we praise Your holy pray. name. as we pray, we praise Your holy name. Oh, as we pray, we praise Your holy name. Oh, yes, oh, yes, má- yes, everybody, pray. We praise Your holy name. I dare you to pray. We praise Your holy name. Come to pray. We praise Your holy name. Come to pray. We praise Your holy name. Shout of praise. get rowdy for the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah. Woo. Woo! Y'all want to bless the Lord with me? Come on and bless the Lord with me. Bless the Lord with me. Come on and bless the Lord with me. Bless Lord with me. Everybody bless come on come on and bless bless the lord with me oh everybody bless Bless the lord with me come on on now and bless Bless the lord with me oh i dare you to bless bless the lord with me the Lord. Everybody shout Shout before the Lord. I dare you, I dare you to shout shout before the Lord. Come on and dance, come on and dance Dance before before the Lord. Lord. Come on and do your dance Dance before the Lord. Oh, everybody dance dance before the Lord. We pray, we pray, we pray, we pray, we praise Your holy name. pray, we pray, we pray, we pray, we pray, we praise Your holy name. Oh, we pray, we pray, we pray, we pray, we pray, we praise Your holy name. We come, we do our dance. We pray, we praise Your holy name. Oh, we do, we do our dance. name, we pray, we praise Your holy name. We clap, we clap our hands. We pray, we praise Your holy name. Oh, we clap, we clap. We pray, we the holy name. We pray, we pray, we pray. We pray, we pray the We pray, we pray, we pray. We pray, we pray, we pray. We pray, we pray, we pray. We praise, we pray, we pray. We pray, we pray, we pray. We pray, we pray, we We live, we live, we live. 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 We praise, 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 we praise. Come on and give God praise in this place right here. Hallelujah! Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, you're worthy in this place, God. You're worthy of the joy. Cause this joy that I have, yeah. my joy is thief-proof. Can't nobody steal it. Yeah. Can't nobody try to duplicate it. Uh-huh. That's right. Come on. Come on. Can't nobody try to copycat me. Well, yeah. Cause this joy uh-huh. is thief-proof. Uh-huh. Come on, say. Mama, say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 One more time, sing hallelujah. Hallelujah. you Right now, God. Hallelujah. 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 We bless your holy name, Jesus. We bless your holy name, Jesus. You're worthy in this place, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. It's in times like these, Time like these, you can't help but just what? Fall on your knees. I mean, the excitement is real. The joy is real. Yes, it is. Amen. You can't help but just... Sometimes you ain't got nothing to say. That's right. You ain't got no words. You can't even describe the joy and the excitement. The only thing you can do is fall on them knees and just bow before him. Just like, hey, Lord, you know what? It's just me right here. I, all I want to do is thank you for who you are. Amen. Yeah. All I am is just grateful. If you don't do not... One more thing. yes, God. You are God... And you show yourself mighty and strong to Going me. Yeah. So what? I'm falling down. On my, I can't fall on my knees right now. I fall <laughs> down on my knees. <laughs> my, spirit, my spirit got knees. So my, I fall down on my knees in the spirit. Amen. And I just bow down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we just worship him? amen. amen. Use Hallelujah. your spiritual knees and just worship Hallelujah. him right now. Hallelujah. And those, I know some of y'all can really get down on them knees. If you need to get down on the knees, y'all going on ahead and get on them knees. Because there's nothing like that true worship, that true bow down worship, that true saturated Holy Ghost, wonderful sweet smelling Savior perfume of the Holy Ghost that just fills your total life. And you feel it from head to toe. So you get down on them knees and you just bow down. Yes, God. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, God. hallelujah. 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 Yes, God.
2: You're oh, so going you on, to knees. add on to that. following on your knees is accepting. You're accepting the Lord. Uh-huh. I'm very sure everybody knows. That's exactly how you do. I didn't understand this song until this week. Um, and I gotta say hallelujah. Just for the revelation. All just right. to know yes, sir. that I understand it further now. You Amen. know, just like my grandmother said, I will understand it by and by. But now Amen. I know with this song what it really, okay. really means. Okay, come on. Amen. It just means to to become the person that you're supposed to be. The steps. And I don't know. Speechless, but very grateful yes, for every single yes. opportunity, every trial, every failure, everything, in order to bring me to this direct moment That's right. of realization. Hallelujah. That is the meaning of falling on your knees. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Falling Falling on my knees Everybody. Falling Falling on
0: my knees Out. There's something some things, some things see I can't see until I bow. There's some.
2: can see clearly now, here on my knees,
0: I can see clearly now. Stay oh.
3: Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let's magnify the Lord. Let's magnify the Lord. Magnify the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah hallelujah what is the highest praise what is the highest praise what is the highest praise Hallelujah! hallelujah let's celebrate the Lord you may be seated truly we give honor to God we thank the Lord for each and every one of you who is physically here and those that are electronically here we salute you we thank the Lord for you We're excited about what God is doing, and we're looking for great things to be done in our midst. Amen? I'm excited today. We have two baptisms at the conclusion of the service today. Hallelujah. And I'm just excited about it. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we thank the Lord for that. We look forward to that. It's not my intention to hold you long. There are some things that I would like to impart into your spirit. Those that have tuned in have seen the title of today's sermon already and may be scratching their head. You here that are with me have not seen the title, so let me share it with you. The sinner's prayer has no power to save me. The sinner's prayer has no no power to save me. I want to just talk to you uh, briefly today. It's it's not my intention today to preach. It is my intention to teach because we have for too long been exposed to a watered-down gospel. We have for too long been exposed to that which seems right but denies the very power to make it right. And it's important that we as the children of God begin to understand who and what we are and who and what God is. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you here, better yet, let me, let me do it this way. Look at your, we're, we're socially distanced in here um, according to our groups and people that we're used to being around, so praise the Lord for that. And what I want you to do is I want you to give a socially distanced high-five to your neighbor once they answer this question, if you think that they deserve a socially distanced high-five. So, so look at your neighbor and ask your neighbor this question. Neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Have, you have you made the Lord Jesus... Lord over, you. Lord over you. Now, if your response to that is in the, the affirmative and you think that that deserves a high five, give your neighbor a spiritual, socially distanced high five. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So we. Have made the Lord Lord over us. Hmm. Hmm. I find it very peculiar that we, the created, have the power or the authority to make the Creator anything over us. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So so somehow we have transitioned into a place of authority above God. What? Because we just testified and we were excited about it and gave each other high fives that we appointed God as Lord over our life. Amen. Amen. We did that. Yes, we, did. We, we appointed him. I had The question was, what was. If, if your response was in the affirmative, I didn't tell you to say yes, I didn't tell you to say no, I didn't lead you into a trick, I just simply asked the question. That's right. Amen. And I said, if your response is in the affirmative, yes, you appointed God as Lord over your life, Jesus is Lord over your life, then give each other a spiritual high five. And everyone was in here spiritually. Ah. How many of you understand that whether you appoint God as anything, God is still God and He's still the Lord over your life? Amen. Amen. On, you see, the problem. That we have, and the problem that is, 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 is being uh, filtered into the minds of, of God's people is that we somehow have the ability to determine, which then means we have the ability to no longer determine that He is Lord. But the Bible tells us that every knee will bow and every Tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. It doesn't say the believers it says every even the ones that did not self determine in this season of God's grace that he was good enough to be our Lord. We in the body of Christ have lost reverence for who God is. We've made God because of watered down theology, because we've determined that God is more concerned about temporal things than he is, eternal things, because uh, we've decided that somehow uh, the purpose of God is just to make my life better and I, I, I'm going to live uh, this abundant life and and I'm going to have everything that I want and and when sickness comes into my body, I'm going to be healed and uh, when the enemy comes up against me, I'm going to be victorious and and, and when, when people talk about me, I'm still going to come out on top. We, we, we've made God our servant and as such... Lost reverence to whom God is. We enter into a city as the evangelical, those sent of God to minister His grace to the world, and we come into a city and we ask the people at the gate, How are the hotels? Are the hotels good here? I I, I might be here for a little while, so I just want to know if the place of my rest is going to be comfortable or not. We're we're getting a a level of uh, uh, understanding of how good things are going to be. Do you know what Paul asked at the gate? Paul, when he entered the gate, he didn't ask about the hotels. He didn't say, hey, how's the inn in this city? Paul asked about the jails. Uh How's the jail in this city? You know why Paul asked about the jail? Because he understood that probably by the end of the night after he got done testifying uh of the gospel of Jesus, he was most likely going to be spending the evening in the jailhouse. He, he would never get to see the end. But he understood that when you proclaim the truth of the gospel of Jesus, not the gospel of Jesse, not the gospel of Stephanie, not the gospel of anybody else, but the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are most likely going to offend somebody. You are most likely going to upset the spiritual power that's in play in the city. When you spend your life talking and you're not stirring up some level of drama in the place that you are, you might not be saying much. We've made the we've made the gospel man-centric, man-focused, all about man and what man can receive materially, and have negated what is at essence the core of the gospel. And because we have denied what is the defining foundation of that which determines the gospel or the good message, we have made the gospel of none effect and powerless in our life. My wife and I, we talk, it's good for Married people to talk to each other. <laughs> so, through the years, we've talked, maybe not as many conversations as she'd like us to have, but we've had plenty of conversations. And throughout the years, we've shared with each other our struggle with those in the body of Christ that testify of the knowledge of God, the acceptance of God as Lord of the life, yet there's no evidence or fruit of conversion. Uh And I begin to pray about this, and I begin to talk about this, and I begin to see mega ministries on the air, and at the end of most of their sermons or broadcasts, they'll say, I invite you to repeat these words after me. I had to ask God for forgiveness because I know that in my past I've done the same thing because of a lack of knowledge. But I invite you. Repeat these words after me. I repent of my sin. Forgive me. I I believe in you, Jesus. And I make you Lord over my life. And then they'll say something very peculiar. They'll say, everyone that's declared this, I welcome you into the family of God. Uh-huh. Well. And they've caused people to believe that because you've uttered some sinner's oh, yep. prayer, yes, that now you are a member uh-huh. Of the body of Christ. However, when I read the Word of God, I don't find anywhere in the Word of God where the Word of God says, "If I utter these words, on, that somehow now I am saved." Well, Talk about it, tear it down. What the Bible tells me is, I need to believe, That's right. and the Bible tells me that if I believe, there is evidence there you go. of that belief uh-huh. in me. The Bible tells us in Jeremiah, the 17th chapter, the ninth verse, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Now watch this. Who can know it? It goes on to say, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. As the partridge sitteth on eggs and hatcheth them not, so he that getteth riches and not by right shall leave them in the midst of his days and at his end shall be a fool. We often say, I came to Jesus. (laughs) Honey, the truth of the the matter is you couldn't find Jesus. Jesus had to find you. Let me just make it personal. I couldn't find Jesus. I needed Jesus to find me. As a matter of fact, I was a moving target. I needed Jesus to be an expert. I needed him. I needed Jesus to be Liam Neeson. Because I was kidnapped. And I needed needed somebody that could just make a word, say a word, and somehow stuff would begin to come together. But I didn't find him. I can't find Jesus in a heart that is wicked. So wicked that God determined who can even know it. I can't even know for myself how wicked my heart is. So when then I determine who the Lord of my life is, you know what they say, whom you appoint you can unappoint. Well, it's right. And as God is revealing these things and talking to me about these things and I'm struggling to understand then my own salvation. Where am I? Who am I? What am I? How can I... Be saved. You see, I came today to to tell you that the power of salvation is not determined by you. The power of salvation is determined by He that is salvation. Salvation is the work of God. Watch this. God loved his son so much that he gave his son a bride called the church. Jesus loved his father so much that his bride needed to be restored into right standing so Jesus did what only Jesus could do so that the bride could be restored in right relationship with the Father and thereby stand in union with him. Amen. But it's all about Jesus. That's right. My salvation has nothing to do with me and everything to do about Jesus. Amen. The gospel. Of Jesus Christ. The power to save. Because you utter some words. As a matter of fact, if you ask many people today when they got saved, they'll go back to that time when they uttered those words. Yet after the uttering of those words, there was no conversion. You see, the Bible declares that these signs shall follow them that believe. Because I say something today does not mean I believe. How many of you have ever been emotionally charged and said something out of your emotions? Um, Most of the time when we speak out of our emotions, we wish we could take the words back, but it's too late. We're emotionally charged. We say things that what? We do not always mean. Some of us have murdered people when our intent really wasn't to murder anybody. It was simply a speaking out of the present emotion, but it was not a revelation of the core of my belief. Let me take you to the book of John, the third chapter. I just want to break this down for you for a moment because today you need to leave here with the understanding of whether you're saved or not. Uh, Uh, My people perish because of what? What are we studying? What is our homework from Bible study? And what is it talking about? I don't want you to leave here today. My fear, my fear is that I would not have taught you well enough that you would know whether you're saved or not. Why do you think it is that the Bible clearly indicates that in the day when the sky opens, there will be believers left in the pews. We, 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 I, I, I can't be concerned whether or not I offend you with the truth of the gospel. My duty is to ensure that I've taught you what is true, what is life so that you can make an informed decision about whether or not yes, you want to be saved. Yes. Sir. But watch this interaction. Because a sinner's prayer has no power to save me. And I need to know how. I can get safe because I don't know about anybody else in here but when Jesus cracks the sky I don't want to be left here Amen. Right. I don't want to endure the tribulation period I don't want to go through all of that simply because I thought I was something that I was not John, the third chapter, we see an interaction between the Lord Jesus Uh and a Pharisee. It reads, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, Uh a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi. We know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, now watch this, come on, come on, come on. except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh-huh. Now we have to understand that Jesus is now speaking metaphorically about a man's condition or mankind's condition spiritually, not talking about physical birth. Right. He's speaking metaphorically. He's using or giving an understanding that man needs to go back uh-huh. to the place. Of his beginning. Look at your name and tell your neighbor, if you, saved, "If you want to be saved, you have to go back, you to, go back. to your beginning. Now understand, Nicodemus is a smart man, he's a wise man, he's a, uh, an educated man, he's an intelligent man, and, and he's not being a smart aleck. I've heard sermons that tried to indicate that Nicodemus was in some way in his response being a smart aleck, but he's not. He's trying to gather an understanding by speaking back to Jesus metaphorically, even as Jesus has spoke to him. Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? He's not talking about physical birth. He's not talking about finding his mother and crawling back up in there and trying to get all warm and regenerated. He understands what Jesus is saying when he's saying, in essence is, "Well, I'm old now. I've developed myself. I, I, I've taught soul, I've been educated. I've been schooled in a specific manner. How can I, as Yoda said, unlearn what you have learned? Uh-huh. Well. How can I go back so that I can start over? Then Jesus gives this answer. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. So, what Jesus is talking about here, he's talking about the things of the flesh are just the things of the flesh, and the things of the Spirit are the things of the Spirit. But watch what he says. He says, marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. In other words, don't get hung up on the fact that you need to be saved. Because being saved is the result of being born again. Salvation is the result of being born again. So he says, don't marvel at the fact that I'm saying to you, you need to be born again, or you need to be saved. Watch this. He says this. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Now, Jesus right here begins to get deep. You see, many of us thought he was deep at the point where he said man must be born again. But Jesus hadn't even begun to tip the deepness of what he was getting ready to say until he began to explain how the spirit of God works. So what Jesus is talking about here, what Jesus is talking about here is Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. He's reverting back to a passage where the word declares, And ye shall know that I am the Lord. Salvation is a declaration that Jesus is Lord. Uh-huh. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves. How many of you understand that without life you are dead? The Bible declares that we are dead in our trespasses. Henceforth, we are buried in our sin. We are in our grave clothes. And we need life to come again to deliver us from death into life. When I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves. And watch this. And shall put. My spirit in you and ye shall live and shall put my spirit in you and ye shall live. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goes. So every one that is born of the Spirit, we do not determine the entrance of the Spirit. Amen. The entrance of the Spirit of God in us is the witness of the salvation that points back to Jesus. When you have an encounter with Jesus, your life is changed. The Bible says you put on the new Man, I'm a new creation. Why? Because I was taken back. We've caused people to believe that you can say that you're saved, that you had an encounter with Jesus and you're going to heaven because you uttered some words that somebody else told you to repeat. Yet, there has been no change. Everything was about me before Christ. And after my supposed knowledge of Christ, everything is still about me. I dare say, examine thyself to know what is true. Looking at your own life, understanding who and what you are and where you are, what you do in the darkness. What you say when you hang up the phone. What you text but then delete. Mm. This testifies of whether there is God in you. All right. All right. All right. If the word of God is true in the life I live, I live by the power of God that is in me, yes. and I am dead, yes. 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 then why? Are dead things always alive in me? Why am I still focused on me? Begging God, bless me with this or bless me with that. I want to have more of this and I want to have more of that. When Jesus never came. He did not die for you to be rich. He died so that you would not be lost. But he promised you, you would suffer for your faith. Uh But we've caused people to believe that somehow at the knowledge of Christ, all of our suffering ends. Honey, I'm here to tell you, suffering is part and parcel of your Christianity. As a matter of fact, the more you're suffering, the more evident is the presence of God in you. You know that, what did Paul say before he died? you know how Paul died? He was found guilty because he would not worship Rome. And the last thing that Paul saw was an axe coming out of the sky separating his head from his body the next thing he saw was Jesus you see the first time he saw Jesus it changed his life you cannot see Jesus and stay the same you cannot see Jesus and still act like your carnal former self. When you see Jesus, you actually are blinded to who you used to be. can't even see who I was. Jesus. All I can see is Jesus.
2: Amen.
3: Amen. All I can see is Jesus. Because there was a change. Does the Bible say that in the end, there's coming a, a moment when we shall all be changed? In the moment and the twinkling of an eye, this carnal shall put on Every day I ask myself, am I showing the evidence of my conversion? What does Jesus say? Jesus says, or Nicodemus says to him, after understanding that it is not you that finds the spirit, but it is the spirit of God that finds you, and you can't even tell when the spirit is coming, just like the wind you don't know whence it comes. You just know that it's there. Yeah. You cannot see it, but you can feel it. Yeah. You cannot determine its direction, but you know that it's there when it's present, and you know it's not there when it's absent. Amen. And Nicodemus answers and said unto him, how can these things be? And watch what Jesus says unto him, because this is where... Too many preachers of the gospel have failed the people of God. Jesus says, Art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? Your edification. Your intellectual prowess cannot save you. Verily, verily, I, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and ye receive not our witness. You see, if I had told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever, watch this, believeth in him. Should not perish, but have eternal life. Amen. For whosoever believeth in him. When you look at the commercials of today, you find that many of them are trying to get you to believe in their product because if you believe in their product you will invest your resource into it that you might take into yourself what that product is and utilize it for what you have believed in so I believe in the power of Brillo. get a sermon out of anything. I believe in the power of Brillo. I believe in it so much that yesterday I was cleaning uh, a stainless steel uh, part of my grill, because it was cleaning time. And I was using the sponge that has how many of you have seen the, the sponges that they sell in the grocery store that's got the soft side and the coarse side. But how many of you understand that the coarse side sometimes just isn't coarse enough? And you, you need something more powerful than just that to get that really hard, stuck-on goop. So I believe in the power. A Brillo. So when my wife brought me the sponge, I attempted to use it, but I did not believe in it. And because I did not believe in it, I didn't put much effort in it. And I scrubbed a little bit, and I I got the result of what I believed. I believed that it was not going to work, and saints, no matter how coarse it was, it didn't work. And I asked my wife, I said, honey, can you get me some Brillo? Because she's a sweet woman of God, she ran into the kitchen, and, and before she ran in, she said, do you want a used one, or do you want a new one? You see, because you, you don't just use Brillo once, you, you sometimes you use it for what your purpose is, you dry it as best you can, you set it on the shelf, and you hope rust doesn't set in, and you come back to it, so you can use it again, because you believe in its properties To bring cleanliness to your pot. But see, when I looked at what I was cleaning, I understood that no used Brillo was going to work the dirt off of this thing. So I needed something new. I needed to go back to the beginning to where it was at its inception. She, she ran into the kitchen. She opened up the, the, it was the SOS Brillo box. She got a nice, perfectly oblong Brillo pad. She brought it to me. And I took that Brillo and I went to work. Because I believed that when I was done, with that Brillo, even though the Brillo might be wore out, out, out. that stainless steel trap was gonna be clean. And I worked it and I used the water and I scrubbed and I took the Brillo and scrubbed some more and I used some more water and I rinsed it off and the little stubborn stain, I took that Brillo and I scrubbed it some more and I spoke to the stain. I said, you can't stay here because I believe in the power of this Brillo to remove you from this trap. And I just worked it and I worked it and I worked it and I worked it. And I worked it and there was evidence of my belief that the brillo would not fail me. Moses lifted up the servant in the wilderness. Even so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whosoever believeth in him should not perish not but have eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal. So, the power for my eternal existence now, watch this with God. Uh-huh. Your rejection of God does not eliminate your eternality. You see, somehow, we think that, well, I don't believe in all that stuff. So then it doesn't matter. You know, when, when, this, when this physical life comes to end, that's it. And you think that because you've said that, that somehow that makes it so. But they're not Lord. Lord. When you were created, you were created eternal. Now watch this. You have to understand you have a beginning, but you have no definable end. Science today will tell you that even when the natural body dies, there is a release of that which they call Energy, that the energy or life is somehow moved into, depending on what your religious belief is, other stuff. Whether you believe in reincarnation, so you come back and you're a bird. And you're flying around until that bird's life comes to an end, and then you come back and you're a lion. And and when you get done roaring, you come back and you're a hyena running from the lion. We, We think because we believe not something. That it negates what is something. God created you eternal. Marvel's getting ready to come out with a movie called The Eternals, and I had to laugh at myself. I said, That's old. (laughs) From the moment Adam was born, the Eternals were in existence. am I saved because some preacher told me to repeat some words (laughs) and I repeated the words but I'm still cussing folk out I'm still cheating on my spouse I still don't like Brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so, they can't come to my house. You know, I I don't think the the pastor was was preaching a good sermon today. I don't know know if I'm going back there because he he didn't serve me a good meal today. You know, he typically tickles my fancy, but today uh, I think he burnt the steak. And like, like a restaurant, if you burn my food, I, I, I'm more, more than likely not to go back to your establishment because I don't want to experience that again. Yeah, I am saved. Have I believed? Have I truly believed? There evidence. We know that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that, again, whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life, that everlasting life is in the presence of God as opposed to uh, separated from him. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that he... Through him, the world might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. Now watch this. Remember what I told you about Jeremiah. Jeremiah said that the heart of man is wicked. Light is coming to the world, and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest. Watch this. That they are wrought in God, or that they are saved. Your deeds are the evidence. They're not the qualifier of your salvation. Jesus is the qualifier of your salvation. But the encounter with Jesus will change your deeds. And if your deeds have not changed, honey, I'm here to tell you whether you like it or not, you ain't saved. Be mad at me if you want. But go get saved. That's tight, that's right. you got that's that's the sinner's prayer has no power to save me. Only Jesus Conceive me. Amen. The word tells us that we ought to work out our salvation in fear and trembling. You've heard me tell this story before. There were times in my youth where I didn't know where mom and dad were. And it's amazing how even my own children do this still today. I didn't know where they were, but I knew the rapture was coming because they kept telling me that soon, soon, and very soon, We are going to see the king. Oh, soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. And because I knew soon meant soon, when I didn't know where they were, I was afraid. I was afraid that maybe... Jesus, come. Now, I'm, not, I'm not teaching you to be afraid so you live in fear of separation, but I'm trying to share with you a reality. I was afraid because I knew that I wasn't being the perfect son or doing the things that a son should do or a brother should do or a child of God should do. I, I had my own proclivities and my own issues that I was working through. And though I had uh, knowledge of Jesus and I would have told you I believed in Jesus and believed that I was saved, if I believed that I was saved, when I didn't see my mother and father, there would be no fear that I may have got left. Well, well. But see... Saints, I'm here to tell you that there's something on the inside of you that recognizes when you are not in right alignment. And when things seem like what you know is possible to take place in your lifetime may have occurred, but you were excluded, you get that queasy feeling in your stomach because you don't want to be Around when everything else starts happening. Amen. But that is a warning flag. Yes, sir. Work out your salvation in fear and trembling. In other words, you should have reverence to the power of salvation through the indwelling presence of Jesus in your life. That your life always reflects him. That means that you understand authority. Work out your salvation in fear and trembling means having reverence to God in your daily living. It does not mean Having good days and bad days as we have made it out to me. It does not mean that when I cuss you out, I'm just working out my salvation. I gotta look at you because I don't want none of them thinking that I'm talking about them. So I'm just gonna look at you. Sometimes I have to know that I know that I know Jesus is real in me, and there aren't any moments when I cuss you out. There aren't any moments when I choke you out. There aren't any moments. When I don't exemplify who Jesus is. Why? Because I'm saved. The old saints used to say, I'm saved by his power divine. Saved. You will never hear me give somebody the sinner's prayer ever again because I believe that God has reproved me of that. I'll just tell you what you need to do to be saved because you're repeating some words that I said. I've even heard pastors, preachers tell people You don't even have to say it out loud. God hears your thoughts. The devil is a liar. Yes, he is a liar. If you're saved, truly saved, there's evidence of it.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes,
3: Yes, sir. There's evidence of it. what did Jesus say about the branches that are not producing fruit? Mm. No, but I'm saved. You can't cut me off. You, you can't cut me off because I'm sorry. I said I believe. And the Bible says all I got to do is, is say I believe. That's not exactly what it is, but you, you roll with that. It didn't say, say I believe. It says, if you believe. It's not, it's not just a confession of your mouth, but it is a confession of your life. You see, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. What's in, a, what's in your heart is going to come out. You may mask it for years. You may mask it for years. You may make people think that you're the sweetest thing since a hot knife through cold butter. I'm not talking about that margarine that's full of water. I'm talking about butter. You know, that stuff that they churn for a while. Yeah, you know, that hot knife just. partially melts it so that when you spread it, it's already ready.
2: It's
3: not what you say. Should you believe? And then he said, you have to repent. What time is it? You have to repent. I wish I had the time. If I keep doing something, if I keep doing the same thing, it doesn't matter whether I could go a month. So I'm saved because I, I had to repent because you know, I went a whole month without doing it. I'm I'm saved. i going to heaven. I got, it to, I got it to five weeks. Then I slipped up. Well, I'm just working out my salvation. Just, just working it out. Just working it out. Just working it out. Just working it out. I go, go a few more months. And Then it's back. You know the devil's doing you a favor? When it comes back and you give into it, what the devil is actually doing, you see got to you have to understand. The devil is not just doing stuff on his own. The devil is under the authority of God. And he can only do what God allows him to do. And God uses him for his purpose. This is why all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. What God is trying to get you to see is when this thing keeps coming back, you may have believed, but you have not repented. And unless you both believe and repent, you shall not see the kingdom of God. I want you to go to heaven. Yes,
1: sir.
3: Yes, sir. So in that thing, and for some of us things oh, well, keep coming back. <laughs> God is trying to shake you uh-huh. Uh-huh. so that you can see mm-hmm. because his desire is that no one be lost. But you can't repent For something that you continuously do Because repent Repent Means turn That means I I don't do that no more I don't do that no more And because my salvation is real the power of God is in me, and that power is real. And I believe in that power, so it keeps me walking in repentance or in the place that is opposite of who I was. I heard a preacher once say that when you ask God for strength, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't just put muscles on your body. He gives you reason to exercise the muscles that you have so that you can be strong. When you ask God for courage, He doesn't make you courageous. He puts you in situations that require courage for you to endure. It's no different with the power of repentance. God allows stuff to continue. You keep asking God to deliver you from these things, and God is saying... To you, I'm answering your prayer by showing you, you have not turned from these things. So in essence, you have made these things. Lord, why does the Bible declare that after a period of time, he will turn you over to those things to work that which is not convenient? Because you refuse to repent. Oh, I wish I had the time today to work this. You have to believe and you have to repent and evidence. You want to know whether you've repented? Ask God. God, have I have I repented? Now let me warn you that when you ask God this question, he's going to allow stuff to come into your life. That's the trigger. He's going to allow stuff to come up that triggers that thing. If you got an attitude problem and you asking God whether you've repented because you're not exemplifying the love of God, have I really repented of my attitude, my funky attitude with people? You ask God that, God is going to allow funky folk to hang out with you. You're going to wake up every day and funky folk are going to be around you. And until you start loving them funky folk like you love them sweet-smelling folk, you'll know at that point whether you have repented. Because truth be told, you were funky in the nostrils of God. <laughs> let me just, let me just stop right there. Let me just help me all the good. Long well, we've had the form of godliness, but we've denied the power There, We thought because we came to church, because we gave in the offering, because we uttered some words. But upon the examination of my life, I found that you are not preeminent. You are not my all in all. As a matter of fact, truthfully, Lord, sometimes you're just my Sunday well. until football. I found that during the week that maybe you're not really the Lord of my life because I'd rather be entertained so I don't spend time with you. haven't made you a priority. Am, am I saved? Are you a passing thought? Well. Are you just a glimmer in the distance? Am I saved? When Jesus comes, am I going back with you? Yeah, that's it. Amen. Am I really saved? Father, if your spirit finds me, have I been found? I need to know. I need to know. Saints of God, if you get nothing from this sermon today, leave here questioning. I used to wonder, we, 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 we make it so, so like, we're so callous towards God now that we, we're cavalier about our salvation. Do you know that Paul wondered? He said, scarcely a righteous man makes it in. I need to know. You need to know. You need to be real with yourself. This may be the last sermon that you hear. This may be your last opportunity to get right. You need to know so that you can either get it right or forget all this church stuff. Save your money. Go on and do your own thing. I'm trying to be real with you today. I'm, I, I may have been offensive. I don't apologize. Because it's, it's more important that you know for yourself whether or not you are saved. These are the things that you ought to ask yourself. Because saints of God, I'm here to tell you. If Paul is wondering. The most prolific. Expositor of God's truth. And he is wondering. this is the moment when you ought to be saying within yourself that which is in me that is not like you father deliver me from it for I have given myself over to a power that is not yours but I recognize that you are Lord of all. I have not made you Lord of my life. I recognize that you are already Lord of my life. I believe in your saving grace, your love for me, that a wretch like myself can be found, can be washed, regenerated, made new, So, Father, in this newness of life, as I have turned repenting from that which was not like you, I walk in the power of Christ. Use me. Here I am. Send me. Rest your words on my lips. Place a coal of fire on my tongue that I might speak your oracles of truth. Use me, Father, for your glory. I don't care about me anymore. You see, you got to be real with God. You got to be real with God. Father, I I was at the center of my existence. All I cared about was me. And the only thing I wanted from you was what you could do for me. the psalmist said create in me a clean heart you see because I can't do it myself I've tried I've tried I've tried I've tried to do it myself but I can't do it myself so father create in me a clean heart renew a right spirit within me so that your glory may be revealed in me. This is between you and God. I pray that you have this conversation while you yet can. That the spirit of our Lord would rest upon you. That you might be saved. Holding on to your salvation with a death grip. having reverent fear of the Lord. That because of the newness of life, all things could truly pass away. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to stand before your people to impart into them that which you have given me, Father have mercy upon us, shake the ground upon which we stand, that only that which is unshakable shall remain, Father we We need you we can't make it without you so we thank you for sending your son that by his indwelling power through his gift we might become the very thing you proclaimed we would be your word declares that These signs shall follow them that believe. Father, so now. Endow upon every believer in this place and every believer that is under the sound of my voice a release of your miracle working power that signs would follow them and there would be a movement in this land That some would come to wonder, what is it? What's happening? For your word declares in the last day you would pour your spirit out. Pour it out now, Lord. Saturate me. Saturate us to an overflow. We thank you. For our salvation, we thank you for your grace. Father, this seed that has been sown, bless it now that it might meet the need of the house. I speak over it, increase overflow more than enough that it might minister back into the life of the giver. Increase seed, for every seed bears seed of itself that harvest might come. Father, now meet your people at the point of their need. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. Lord rebuke you Father everyone here and everyone abroad that hears this prayer that is troubled within their spirit that is dealing with life is perplexed or in despair whether physical or spiritual or psychological you God who are Lord of all Do only that which you can do, to meet them at the point of their need, to deliver them, to save them. We thank you by faith, for you commanded your prophet to speak over the dry bones. And as he spoke, the dry bones were filled with life. So, Father, now I speak as your prophet in the land over every dry bone that is before me, whether physically here or electronically present. I speak now in the power of the name of Jesus. And I call flesh and sinew to restore to the bones to life being restored you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which I can even think so now Let it be so. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for it. And the people of God. Gives unto the Lord. Great praise. Great praise. Great praise. Great praise. Great praise! We're not going to close the service just yet, but I understand if you cannot stay. But I ask that you stay and be a witness to the baptism of these two young ladies Amen. who on their own accord ask to be baptized. Amen. Because unless you're born of the water and of the Spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And if they are asking, then they are accountable to God. So we stand with them So I ask that you stand with us, gather into our fellowship hall as we prepare to baptize them. I ask Deaconess Cynthia to go with them, to help prepare them, to get them changed. Musicians, if you would just play something while we're in this interlude as I am preparing This is vitally important, people of God. This is vitally important. But do not forget the sermon on today. Because the sinner's prayer has no power to save you. Only Jesus does.